This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Visit foobarradio.com for more details. Lizzie Cundy on Fubar Radio. Welcome, morning. You're listening to Fubar Radio. It's Lizzie Cundy, and I'm sitting with the one and only OK Extraordinaire. Yes, it's Jonathan Bound. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you doing? Well, we've got so much to get through this show. It is bumper, bumper packed, full of celebs, full of hot guests, full of amazing gossip. I want to talk about all kinds of things. Well, first, all kinds of things. first, Jonathan, hold on to your hat. We got Aranda Grande and a really hot track, and then I'm going to get to you with some hot gossip. Awesome. Sorry for you, babe 
I'm loving that track. Yeah. I'm loving that, John. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a week already. It's Thursday. I can't... Um, it's flown by, isn't it's it? It's flown. And my boob's been all over the internet. We've got so much to talk about. No side boob. As well boob. as your, as no well side, as your boob. side boob. No side boob <laughs> jokes. Okay. But is side boob the new in? Is I it better think, than a push-up? Uh, I think it's... Um, I think it's it, it, well, whatever I say here I'm going to get into trouble Lizzie Cundy okay, right, so, so uh, yeah I think if you're happy with it go for it you know if you've got it flaunt it I, let me just tell you what happened I didn't mean that to happen the photographer <laughs> it was a great party it was my agent's party you looked great white management oh thank you you looked great who was the dress by uh, Pia Michi of, of course, course. Of course. and I put my hand up he said put your hand up and lean against the wall for this <laughs> shot so we get the back of the dress right he didn't want the back of the dress. And then that morning, that. my son saw it online. He went, Mum, oh, did no. you know you weren't wearing a bra? How did he react to that? Well, <laughs> he's used to it living <laughs> with me, let me tell you. But now we're talking bras or lack of yeah. them, underwear. Yeah, because I wanted to ask you where you buy your pants. Listen, I, I actually get pants given to me from right. my friend Jackie Gold. Sounds weird. Okay. But she runs Anne Summers. Right. So she's always sending me underwear okay um, and it's important to say that they do really nice kind of underwear as well as as well as the raunchy stuff as well as yeah. the raunchy yeah. stuff and i also go to victoria's secrets because i okay. quite like a nice but i don't actually wear underwear you may have noticed okay, that's from, awkward. Uh, <laughs> daily mail online i don't often wear undies okay. but um adele yeah so her, she, her favorite pants aren't where we think they're from no she likes to go to primark for a kex so I think, you know, that's, I mean, full power to her. Mm. But you wouldn't have thought, you know, someone with millions and millions in the bank would um, would be, would be you know, rummaging around but the bins in Primark. But I quite like that. Yeah. Do you have to spend the sort of dosh? We don't have to do it. No, I don't think you do. And I think, you know, save it for, you know, maybe a few pairs for special occasions. I'm sure not all her pants are from Primark. But you see, look, Abby Clancy, she's all over every paper today. She is doing a great job for Madeleine, isn't she? Doing a great job for Madeleine. She's flying the flag. Look but at that. But man, she had the dress, very, very similar dress, I have well, to say, Well, that dress, let's just, let's just paint a picture for the guys who are listening. This, um, this dress is... Like, uh, it shows one of her legs right up to the top of her leg. I mean, going back to the underwear thing, it's very impossible to tell what's going on there, but I'd imagine she'd have to choose very, very carefully. But this dress she's wearing for this uh, Matalan campaign is almost identical to uh, a Versace dress she wore uh, back in 2014. And I'm sure, you know, she's obviously uh, had some input into this uh, range of clothes, and I'm sure they've uh, sort of taken some kind of inspiration from that. Important to say it's not a rip-off. <laughs> yeah, but, but I have to say, <laughs> look, I mean, come on, you've got a fancy designer yeah. costing thousands, thousands, and then you've got a Matalan dress for what? Is that 35 quid? But she'd look good in a sack. I mean, really, she's amazing. But I have to say, sometimes you can get away with it. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. I don't think you have to spend thousands and thousands. I, I know right. people are going to say the quality's not so good. Let me know your thoughts. Tweet in, because... I think hats off to Abby. She's, yeah, tw- but every paper's picked up on it. Why don't you tweet us with rich pants or poor pants, and then we can uh, <laughs> and then we can see which side of the fence you sit on the uh, on the. As long as they're clean yeah. pants. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, or, no, hate- or no pants actually. What do you think on men's underwear? I mean, because men don't really make an effort, do oh, they? Oh, I the don't know up- about that, Elizabeth. Well, some I- guys I know, some of their pants. <laughs> I think not the best. I think you kind of have if you're a guy, you kind of have a standard sort of uh high street situation going on. But I think, you know, a couple of pairs of of of, <laughs> of 
posh ones for best, I guess. A lot of guys, a lot of guys do have lucky pants though, and I'm not sure if that goes the same for girls. Well, I've got to say, my I love my underwear, yeah. but I don't often wear it. Right. Well, it cuts and down on laundry, doesn't and it? Because if I've got tight trousers on, tight, you don't want that line, no. you don't want that ridge. No. Do you not find the same when you're wearing your little I tight do. outfits? <laughs> yeah, when I'm wearing my little spray on, uh, <laughs> I'm wearing my little spray on jeans, not so much. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> we got such a busy show. I know we so, are. We're talking pants. Yeah. But I really am quite interested in pants. Mm. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. So it says a lot about someone. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Is, if you got a guy home and he was wearing, uh, say, Bart Simpson novelty underpants, mm. would that be a deal breaker? Mm. I mean, it's like, you know, does a, does a present have to be wrapped in the correct manner? Listen, I don't want a man wearing, um, you know, weird Mickey Mouse pants okay. or something. I have to say, I think it says a lot about, and shoes, yeah. shoes and pants. Okay. Okay. I've seen your shoes today and I'm a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I'd seriously, pants, yeah. pants are quite important. Yeah. I'd like people's views, yeah. Rich so pants, what, poor pants, no pants, pants at all. And I'm on the no pants. Okay. Is that bad? Is that a bad no, thing? No, I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I'm just trying not to think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Got to well, keep it professional. Listen, tonight, there's, there's been a real whirlwind of showbiz this yeah. week. I'm shattered. There's so much to talk about. And I, you, you, I don't know how you do it, actually. No, Tuesday was... I, the, the mail, quite rightly, gave me stick. I had three parties in one night, uh-huh. but I had been invited to all of them. Right. Firstly, Disney. Okay. I've got to do Disney. Because okay. of my boys, yeah. Christmas, yeah. and all of that. I meant to go to that. And I, they give me trips. I forgot to RSVP, <laughs> and then I couldn't go. No, I'm such a jump. Jonathan, that is bad <laughs> news. And then I had my agent's party. Yes. We had loads of names there. Yes. Now, that Lovely. was where the white dress side boob situation happened. Okay, yeah. And then I had to whiz off to see um, Danny DeVito at this oh. event called Serious Fun, which is his... Amazing charity set up by Paul Newman, okay. the, the Hollywood legend. Yeah. Um, and there was every star there. It was incredible. That sounds amazing. But I had to change in the car. It was all mad. But changed the dress out of that 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 white one. Gee, it's see, got to be stick this week. If I, I was wearing say. a white dress like that, I would I would spill something down it within two seconds. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. And you, you know you. You've been out I know. all week and you look a million dollars. Well, you're very sweet, Jonathan. I'll pay you later. All right. But listen, baby, <laughs> you are excited I'm because so excited. we have got your number one guest that well, you really is a want. Well, this is a bit of a man crush for me. I um, can't believe and, it. And actually, it's a, it's a man crush for my wife as well. Um, George Clark, better known as the Restoration Man, also known for his uh, amazing spaces, uh, is going to be talking to us a little bit later on. Now, you're excited because you're obviously doing lots of work on your own property, That's right. aren't That's you? Right. Doing? Now, what is it about this man, George Clark? Because if you don't know, he, he's like on beige Britain. He's like, I, he, he feels like we're uninspired, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, I, I do find what he does quite inspirational. And, you know, he's from an architectural background, but he's not one of these people that sort of swoops in and has all these sort of grand sort of unachievable plans I think you know a lot of the stuff that he does is very very achievable and and like I say you can take inspiration from it so um, you know we're going to be trying to get some inspiration from him Uh, and uh, he's amazing at doing stuff with with very small spaces as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm good with that too and we've also got Excel who's the latest newest rapper who's working with a great producer called Mike Moran who obviously you know from 
Queen, mm. and many greats. So he's in the studio. We've got That'd loads of studio That'd guests. That'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna. It's a. It's a bumper pack show. So keep tuned. We're gonna play a little track. Yeah. Okay. And then we're getting on down. We've got loads of stuff to get through. More gossip, and we've got the man himself, George Clark. Uh, in the studio, is what it? What do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, George uh, George is on the blower, and then we've oh. got uh, Excel in the and studio. Excel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's play a quick track. A bit of Bieber. Fubar Radio. I love Bieber. I like a bit of Bieber. <laughs> I do. Don't tell anyone. Right, listen, I've got a confession to make. What happened? Now, I was at the Rosewood Hotel. As you do. As you do, in London, 10. Yep. And I was waiting for my friend, who was very late, uh-huh. had my phone in my hand. Yeah. And this guy went, oh, you want, you want a photo? <laughs> and I turned around and went, no, thanks. And I, because I just saw this hoodie and a cap and Did you think? small, funny. And then suddenly, the rush of all these security guys. <laughs> I went, oh my God, that's the beeper door. It was did, too late. Did you think it was just some kid asking if he could get a photograph of you? I don't know. I, I just didn't think. I, I didn't know he was in town. Yeah. I didn't click. Yeah. He's short. <laughs> he looks like he needs a good wash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, one thing I will say about Bieber, and this leads us on very nicely to our next item, is that he's definitely changed his, uh, I mean, he's definitely gone from boy to man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's he's weird. He's polite, because, actually. Yeah. He I think he's polite. on a, I think he's on a charm offensive apart from when he loses it with the audience and tells them to clap in time. But um I talking about telling the audience to clap in time <laughs> <laughs> after they've had a few sherbets isn't so, a good thing. So um I want you to take a look at this picture um, okay. of uh, a well-known reality TV star uh, who is currently bulking up in preparation for a boxing match. Okay, OMG, that body. That looks like something like Arnie. He looks totally pumped. Sliced alone. Now, I'm I'm going to show you the face of this gentleman. Hold on, whose body is that? It's too big for starters. Well, too many protein shakes. What the hell? Oh, this is the thing. We we are talking, ladies and gentlemen, about none other than Spencer Matthews. Who? No way. I know. Let I know. me tell you something. That can't be Spencer. He is pumped. That's... I mean, you can look at these pictures on OK.co.uk. Um, he is. Ridiculous, and I don't really understand it because last time I saw a picture of him, he was waddling around with a little paunch on. Oh my god! Please go on to OK Online because these pictures are unbelievable. Has his head been superimposed? Because I've seen his body before. Yeah, and that's not his body. Look at—I mean, look at this picture. Do you—is this the sort of thing that you would go for? Is this of interest to you? Listen, I like—I like a strong right. man. Yeah. Okay, I do like muscle, and I like someone to be quite fit, but that doesn't seem natural to right. me. What Does was, it? What was it I heard the other day? Somebody called a guy a prawn. Have you heard this? When you call a guy a prawn, <laughs> and you say, uh, keep the body but throw away the head? Actually, someone said that about <laughs> the cheeky girls, and I won't say who said that. Um, but that is unbelievable, because, yeah. now listen, I was training with David Hay, uh-huh. he has his gyms where you can train, right. and it was his special day, and actually Spencer Matthews came in this morning and started training and he was useless he would put his hands up and say he was useless yeah and he i mean he probably had a very late night on the sauce or whatever Uh but he was not fit he was very not enthusiastic i mean well something's changed and in fact has gone on well the followers of of uh, he's posted this picture on on instagram as you would if you look like this um but a lot of his followers are sort of saying, you know, hashtag steroids, what's been going on? Um, you know, there's no um, 
There's no proof uh, other than mere speculation that he's been using steroids. It may have just been lots of sessions in the gym and lots of protein shakes, but he looks so different. I, I have I mean, to say, I'm, I'm not for Spencer. He's a big lad anyway. Yeah. I always thought he had a big head, so it kind of might even out the body. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Is definitely. that a bad thing to say? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's crazy. Um, I like a fit man. I like a big, strong, yeah. sort of rugby, not too, you know, Not bulks, too rich. but... Yeah kind of strong yeah but when does the point come where you know yes it's attractive to be in shape and yes it's attractive to be muscular but then you go too far and you think just think this person's obviously very vain wait i don't want to look you don't want to go out with someone looks like they're on steroids and can't walk and walk like they've got a toilet brush up you you need i don't know i mean everyone's different i mean i want people's views on spencer matthews is this a good look for spencer yeah nothing wrong with being fit i'm all for fitness i was in the i can't hardly walk myself today because i had a trainer yesterday and i'm in so what do you do? What's your regime? Okay, I'm doing a, I'm doing the weights. Okay, I'm doing the loads of bum squats, right? And lunges okay. and doing the machine. I don't do much of the running because okay. I, don't, I don't like the running. Less cardio. More. Madonna told me not to run. Well, you, you burn- get a jogger's face, <laughs> <laughs> wherever that is. But um, no, I, I do try and do a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm and not also, as young as I used yeah, to be. You burn more calories doing weights apparently than you do running. So actually, it's good all round. I mean. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Well, you, you've got to be... I want to be fit. So how many that, times um, a week? I try and go three times a week. Okay. But I had a trainer yesterday, right. and that was hardcore. Uh-huh. Hardcore! What is your relationship like with your trainer? Is this someone you've seen for a long time? No, no. Okay. I have different ones. Okay. I prefer... Um, the men can be a bit of a nightmare. I don't like when they lean over you. And right. they're pushing you like... Argh. Yeah. And people put funny faces when they're doing heavy weights. Oh, God, Do you yeah. notice something? Yeah. Like I mean, I've got a, I've got a dude who's a, who's a caring, compassionate um, lover. Um, he, he, I've been seeing uh, Josh and me have been going steady now for about a year. Um, but he, I said to him when we first met, I was like, look, I am not your alpha male. I do not want you barking orders at me. I want to be slowly coaxed into this relationship. Ah, I want to so be, I want some foreplay, you know. Oh. And uh, actually, he's really good, but he takes me into the free weights area. And yeah, you do get these dudes with like, you know the guys that wear the really brightly coloured sort of weightlifting trousers? Do you know the ones I mean? And they've got the big bell oh. and they're full on. They are no. absolutely full on. And the noise on. is, yeah. and you're thinking, oh, I find don't. it quite intimidating. It just makes me feel like I'm 12 years old. But let me just tell you, who's looking good in the paper today? Raquel Welsh. Yes. 75. Oh, my God. The only way you could tell if she was 75 is if you cut her legs off and count the rings. I mean, that is amazing how Look at her. has she done this okay has there been a bit of work and if there has hats off to the surgeon because yeah. she looks incredible well she hasn't taken it too far that's the thing if she has had work done then it looks pretty natural she looks great i mean if you saw her in the street how old would you think she was i could say well early 50s yeah, i would 50. say 50s and i would say a, a good a, a well-preserved 50s she saved herself about 20 years there that's fantastic uh, right, she says, actually, yeah. they revealed the unlikely secret to her sex appeal, an ointment used on cow udders. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Where can Pull I get this? One. <laughs> Where can I get... But it's called, um, what is it called? Bag balm. We've got to get that oh, on her lips that and called? face. Bag balm, bo- what? And um, farmers <laughs> apply it to cattle being milked. She okay. said that's what you've got to put. Okay, wow. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's what you've got to get. She looks hot, sure. I have to say. Yeah. Hands yeah, yeah. And I mean, you had another foxy lady that you said oh, was looking um, good. Billy Joel's ex-wife, oh, Christy, uh, Christy Bra- 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 Brinkley. Brinkley. Thank you. Yeah, Up she looks amazing, girl. and she's like sixty odd, and she looks seriously. She looks like she's in her twenties. I actually follow her on Instagram. Oh, really? She does do a lot of that 
that airbrush not that uh. how dare anyone do that <laughs> I mean how dare you it's interesting actually like, um, a lot of people have been caught out recently doctoring their own social media pictures um, and um, yeah I think uh, th- there's been a real uh, backlash against that kind of thing um, which we'll talk more about in a little bit well listen because Jonathan I know you are so excited because your man crush is actually on the line oh yeah that's embarrassing <laughs> restoration man George Clark sir the one and only <laughs> George, How thank are you, you for being on FUBA. How, how embarrassing is that? <laughs> well, no, I, I have to say, yeah. lovely Jonathan, who's Happily with married, me, by the way, is, um, is a huge fan yeah, of, of yours and your show. Now, Jonathan, I'm disappointed you're married. I yeah, mean. I know. And my wife's a Geordie, to make matters worse. Oh, well, that's terrible. <laughs> Come on, get rid of her, we could get together. <laughs> now, now, George, listen, why do half of Brits lack time and haven't got any, you know, inspiration to create the home they really want? I'm one of those people. Res- I've been given a bit of research that was conducted by the, uh, the lighting specialist, Philip Hugh, and mm-hmm. um, basically we are beige Britain. Yeah, we love the colour magnolia, where over 55% of British homes are painted in magnolia, and I think that's quite depressing. But on top of all that, more than half of us are actually depressed by our interiors generally. And I think that's a real shame. When you think the style and colour and feel of our interiors and our homes are so important, isn't it? It's where we spend so much of our time when we've got back from work. And for us, all of us to say that we're depressed or miserable about our interiors, I think, is, is a crying shame, to be honest. So, so what do you think is driving that? Why are people not being as adventurous as perhaps they could? Do you think it's just uh, uh, that they're scared of trying new things? Do you think it's they're worried about making a bold fashion statement and then within a year it will go out of fashion? Why do you think people are just stuck in a rut? Well, to be honest with you, a lot of it is because um, more than half of us are in rented accommodation, mm-hmm. you know, private rented. Yeah. Quite a lot of people rent them these days. Um, and because you're renting in your tenancy agreement, you're restricted on doing loads of different things. I mean, so, in some agreements, you can't even paint your walls right. in colour. Okay. And you certainly can't go in and start changing the tiles of bathrooms and things like that. Um, and you're worried about spending money on it when you're renting, because if you, if you spend money on something, you could get kicked out in yeah. six months' time or a year's time yeah. and have to go and live somewhere else when your tenancy's up on that place. So why would you spend lots of cash trying to make a place look amazing that you might be moved out of in a few months' time. So I guess so I the answer... that generation rent right. having a detrimental effect on it, you know? so, so I guess the answer here is what? Good accessories? Yeah, to be honest, it's all about getting things that are very easy to install, things that aren't going to cost you a lot of money. You've, pe- you've mentioned you know, people's time, things that aren't going to take too much time. I think bringing in colour is mm-hmm. a great way of making your house more exciting. If we are beige Britain and loving magnolia ways of getting colour in your house would be fantastic mm-hmm. but obviously if you're restricted on being able to paint walls and paint floors and things like that you could do it with coloured light um, yeah. in my house I've got this brilliant lighting system really cool innovative lighting system and even though it's great technology it's really easy to install you basically buy light bulbs mm-hmm. and those light bulbs uh, can connect to your Wi-Fi they've got a little, uh, a little Wi-Fi device inside the bulb connect it back to a little panel or onto your smartphone and you can change all the colours and lighting in your wow. home really really easy and you don't need an electrician to come and do it for you it's something that you can set up you see I would like that George because I'm scared I'm one of those people that go a bit safe I've got the I've got a bit of beige and whites going on and I <laughs> I'm scared because if I go I don't know like a big maroon or even black my friend's got black walls I, I just what if it black? goes wrong I know black 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 <laughs> it's <laughs> gothic it's Mickey Rourke so actually <laughs> but so um, I don't know I'm scared because what if it goes wrong and then you've got to but you know what I think most people are 
in fairness, I think you are one of many, many people out there who are scared of making quite big, bold decisions sometimes, and we want to play it safe. And I think that's why by having a flexible lighting system like that gives you the chance to change the moods and colours depending on how you're feeling. And, I mean, the system I've got on my house is something like 16 million colours, wow. which is like ridiculously over the top I'm never going to need that many but it's great <laughs> to have that level of flexibility do you know what I mean to change the moods and, and style of a home and from that point of view even if all the walls in your house are white it gives you a chance of being able to still change the colour depending on what your mood is I'd be worried about painting the wall colour in my house to be honest if I was my favourite colour is orange right mm -hmm. I love orange but I can't quite imagine painting one of my walls in an orange colour because I just think in a few months time I'd be like why did I do that it's just too bright or it's too vivid but to be able to do that through an intelligent lighting system gives you the flexibility to just change those colours whenever you want. But orange doesn't seem a relaxing colour. Orange isn't <laughs> relaxing me. I want I, to relax, you see, when I go home. And I, 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 you want relaxing, you want greens and, and deep blues and soft greys and colours like that. That's the sort of so can you kind of set like presets for different occasions? So if you, for example, yep. brought somebody back home and you were like, right, okay, I want a bit of romantic ambience, you just hit a button on your Hang phone on. and it would go boom and that would, that would happen. Yeah, but you're married, mate. I mean, yeah. as long as you're doing it just for your missus. <laughs> yeah, of course. You of see, course. I want, I'm not married. <laughs> um, and I, I want nice, soft lighting. I hate it when I go into a house and you're up, you've got those spots, you know, they're bright. And you, I, I think yeah, lots see, I to hate, do with lighting. I hate having bright lights. So if I go into a room and someone's got the lights on like 100% on a pendant light, I'm like, oh, man, can we just turn that down? So the end of the day, particularly when it gets to light this time of year, autumn and winter, I want a softer level of light. But do you like lamps? Johnson, do you like lamps? The, like, I love lamps. Yeah. I do. I love lamps. I prefer lamps um, more than I do main lighting. I've just been talking about that in the studio, actually, with the guys here. They didn't have a little task light for my, for my script today. They yeah. didn't have any of that, you know. Oh, I got oh really George. Honestly, I wanted a little Philips Hue lighting system in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to try and get one in. But um, no, I think talking about the, the technology is brilliant, because once, once you've got the app on your phone, mm -hmm. you can pre-program it to do whatever you want. Honestly, whatever you like. If you wanted the lights to flicker or if your kids were having a party or you wanted that romantic light that Jonathan's so desperate to have in his house <laughs> you can do all of that honestly it's really straightforward there's one guy I know this is how sad it can be there's one guy I know who supports a particular football team who I won't mention <laughs> and he's programmed his lighting system so that the lights just flicker the colour of his team at kickoff time of any wow. game that is, that is obsessive behaviour that? <laughs> that is frightening but it does but go to show how, how flexible it is and how much you can actually do exactly yeah. anything you want any occasion at any time yeah so you've talked about orange last week we had a bit of a chat with uh with Meg Matthews, actually, about um, colour trends uh, for this year. She, she pitched in with a bit of mustard. What else should we be looking for? I'm actually currently doing an mustard. extension on my house. This is your chance, George, he's to, to make an impact. He's wanting some free help. He wants free bits. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not convinced about the mustard choice. No, I'm OK. Really no, mustard is horrific. Now, I think, I, personally, I like, I like shades of blue okay. at the minute. I think they're quite calm. And even if you go for a deep blue with you know, something that's got a bit of depth and richness to it I think it's really beautiful okay. and even if you go for a slightly lighter paler blue it's quite he's nice. not liking you blue to too washed out <laughs> no? not too washed out though okay. George he's not liking blue I can see it in his I'm face right with blue. what about grey because grey can work I do like work. a grey I do like a grey grey can work can't it George well see if I, do you know, just because I'm blue obsessed at the minute as you can tell I would go grey blue okay oh nice bit of, a bit so it's got a grey but it's got a bit of a blue tint to it which is actually a really good colour of mine actually I use that a lot for like glazing systems that I'm working okay. on okay it looks quite cool actually so quite 
What have you got coming up next? What's 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 next um, in the pipeline, TV wise, project wise? What's uh, going on? Well, I hope you don't mind me plugging it. I have got the last um, of the series of Amazing Spaces on tonight Great. on Channel Four at eight o'clock. Okay. Um, my boys love got... your show. My boys, oh, and and he's fifteen. He loves watching you. George. Do you know what? It's the nicest compliment that I ever get where people will say it's the one program that we let our kids stay up even on school nights to watch. And I love that, you know, because it's just inspiring people that the next generation to kind of sketch, draw, design, do their sheds, refurb their bedroom, do all that sort of stuff, which is brilliant, actually. So we've got that's the last one tonight. We've actually got a special that's Ooh. on next Thursday, and then a new series of Restoration One will be out in the new year. Awesome. Great stuff. Well, we'll look forward to that definitely, and we'll catch that, uh, we'll catch that last episode of uh, Amazing Spaces tonight. Brilliant, John. Yeah. George, it's I'm so nice. Forward, I'm looking forward to popping around to your place, you know, for that romantic dinner. Do it, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get some lighting set up, round. You've got to see <laughs> the clothes he wears, let alone his extension, what okay. colour that will be. I haven't, I haven't gone as far as putting a bathtub outside yet, though. That was... Uh, Why not? Well, Why not? It, it, it was... That, that caravan was... Um, that was just amazing but uh, yeah I haven't managed to take inspiration from that just yet <laughs> but it's uh, all about flexibility with that caravan yeah. that bathtub was designed so that it was on wheels you could have it inside the caravan or you could drag it outside onto the terrace and sit outside and have a bath under the stars and do you know what if you didn't fancy a bath it makes for a brilliant beer cooler so <laughs> just yeah. loads of ice in there get your beers in there happy days good stuff alright it's amazing talking to you it's actually ticked one of my boxes uh, you know it's uh, yeah it's and it's awesome. nice to speak to a nice Geordie yeah what a lovely Geordie soft voice you have yeah. well officially I mean I've got a step in here because you're going to upset all the people out that are up north because I'm actually a Mackham ah, I'm in Sunderland yeah. I'm not Sunderland <laughs> You did well, actually, in the old football. And you beat yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, well, we beat Newcastle, which is all that matters. You yeah. beat... get relegated, I don't care. As long as we beat Newcastle... That is a fierce rivalry. I, let me yeah. tell you. I'm friends with Stephen Taylor, who plays for Newcastle, and he, um, he gives you guys some stick, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we've just beaten them, so you need yes. to give them my shot. Well done. Oh, George, lovely talking to you, and, and well done and with you. the series. Well done. Thanks a lot, guys. Take oh, care. Oh, what a lovely guy. He's lovely, isn't he? You want him round yours, don't I you? I do. Might get him round for private consultation. You are not doing your place mustard I'm not doing mustard although I did look at some very interesting mustard bedding at the weekend which was inspired by Meg and now I will have to go and look at blue things so uh, I'm not sure blue. how they'll work together think of yeah. Anthony Costa and Duncan James blue blue <laughs> <laughs> well, darling, listen, we've got another track coming up. Yeah. And then we've got, we got so many guests, so we've got to cram it all in, Jonathan. All right, let's shoehorn in some Pia Mia. I'm lying in this hotel. Fubar Radio. Oh my God. What? There's so much <laughs> news. Shoehorning it right in. I can't believe what's going on. Are you excited about I'm a Celebrity? Oh man, I am so excited. I saw the clips, you know, they're running the ads yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, Anton Deck and Beards being funny guy. That is one of the most funny, entertaining shows ever. And it's still... I'm so looking forward. But who's going to be in? Well, I'll tell you something. From an I'm, uh, from a OK Online perspective, we are getting so much interest in the show this year. It's like suddenly, whenever there's an advert for the show, you can see the amount of traffic to our I'm a Celebrity stories just soaring. You can watch it in real time. It's really, really exciting. Um, if you're a geek uh, like me. But um, you, it, it's, there's clearly a big, big demand this year for... I'm a celebrity and um, there's loads of names that kind of get trotted out every year that may or may not 
do it. Like, you know, Paul Gascoigne, it'd be great to see him go in. Um, the latest. I don't know whether it would actually. Uh, Paul, I don't know Paul. how long he'd last. But um, the latest name to be uh, in the frame for uh, I'm a Celebrity is Fern McCann from TOWIE. Now, what do you think on this? I, on TOWIE? Uh, do you think that is a good signing? I she think, wants to be a singer and actress, doesn't she? Yeah, I think Fern is really, really good value, actually. We did a cover shoot uh, when I used to edit Star Mag a little while back. We did a cover shoot with her, and she was awesome. And she's a real natural, and she's what she's good at and what she knows how to do is drum up a bit of controversy and speak her mind in such a way that it kind of gets people interested uh, and I think she'd be really really good and I think you know for these TOWIE guys they know that they've got a limited amount of time on the show they've got a limited amount of appeal they have to kind of cash in on that as much as they can and I think if you get it right then I'm a Celebrity can be a really good way to take that to the next level although we all know that if you're, for it example, Gemma Collins, way, it can go terribly, terribly wrong. Um, but I don't think was it will. Was that true that Gemma was trying to get back in? I think so. I think so. I think it was. Um, I mean, the thing is, they've had to really step up their sort of duty of care over ITV. And they need to make sure that people are able to actually hack it. And, you know, you get a lot of people going, oh, it's not real. They're in a studio. Um, I don't know what voice that was. Can, yeah, uh, but, I, I'm not <laughs> sure either. I like Chinese. It's good. It's very but, good. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there has been a bit of a history of people not being able to hack it. Um, Brian Connolly struggled to cope. Uh, obviously, we talked about Gemma Collins. Uh, you know, and, and now they're saying that really they need to make sure that people that are going in are able to cope and you know we've had people going in who've had previous struggles with alcoholism or depression or you know other issues and it is it's an intense situation to put them in so they have to make sure that they get the right people but the thing is right there's been many that have actually walked um danielle whisperer yeah um i'm trying to think of my head but who've just quit mm. and you know i went Gemma quit i was really gutted because yeah. she she was entertaining yeah yeah. And whether you, she is my mate, <clears throat> you either love her or hate her, but mm-hmm. you don't want, you want someone to keep going and be a bit tough. Yeah. And everyone's seen the program for so many years, you know what's in store for you. Mm-hmm. There aren't secret pizzas being delivered and no. all of that. It no. is, it is quite hard. Yeah. It's not yeah. as tough as Bear Grylls though. No. I mean, God, that's one, that, never do Bear Grylls. Oh, Can you imagine? Man. Can you imagine? Um, I don't want to think about it. I think Bear what's Grylls. interesting is when you get to, um, this time of year then you get a show like TOWIE all the people that are in the show are kind of competing to get that one slot on I'm a Celebrity because they know they're only going to put one TOWIE person in there so you've got the likes of you know Chloe Sims for example she would be very very keen oh, to Chloe, go with Chloe but um, I don't know her <laughs> teeth would take up the whole this is very camp. true <laughs> but bless yeah. Chloe but I mean they're yeah I know they all want a position but Mark Wright did very well from it yeah. but you can it can go the other way yeah yeah, absolutely. Some people aren't very, don't come over as well, and they don't cope under pressure. So, so other names in the frame for this year? Yeah, come Just on. people who have been rumoured to be going, and these are not confirmed, obviously. There's a few weeks to go until the show starts. Kelly Maloney. Okay, that could work. Oh, that would be great. That could work. Union J singer Josh Cuthbert. You have to have a boy bander in there. You have I, to have I a bit of eye candy. I know him very well, and he's a cutie, and okay. he's a lovely boy. Yeah. Whether he'll be entertaining enough, I don't know. But he's very—he's a very sweetie. He's a—he's a cutie. Brian Friedman, uh, X Factor choreographer uh, extraordinaire. I know Brian, very good friend, entertaining. Just had a hair transplant, fantastic. Okay, Gemma Oten, Emma Dale star. Yeah, I know Gemma. Yeah. Uh, Anne Robinson. 
Oh, Anne Robinson. She'd never do. Great She's signing. Worth, she is rumoured, and, and again, this is a rumour, is rumoured to be paid £750,000 to be going into that. That's too much money. Nobody would pay that much, would they? She's so grumpy. And she's so rich. We were at Specsavers so and this girl wanted a picture. And yeah. she just, it's, she's like on the show. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you want the picture? Why are you posting <laughs> it? Da, 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 da. She is like a pantomime dame. Vicky Patterson. Yeah. yeah well, she was on the show. Yeah, she was on our right. show last week. I think, I think Vicky is misunderstood. I think she's a, she's a very sweet girl. Um, I think she'll be great value. Mm-hmm. She's a love. She'll be far better value than some of the others. But you, you're into Fern. You like Fern. Well, you I know think Fern. Fern and Vicky yeah. going head to head over a, you know, having a mud wrestle over it a can be, of beans. I think it would be fantastic. They're yeah. both feisty characters. I yeah. think they could be good signings. I, I just always want, you know, I just want it to be good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. the, I love that. We, I don't think we'll ever beat the Katie Price and Peter Andre one. But no. also the first one with, do you remember the boxer with um, Ben? Um, he, he had oh, the gosh. fight. He had a great <laughs> fight. And it was with the Hamiltons, Christine oh, Hamilton. Oh, right. yes, 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 yes. Yes. I do remember. And oh, I just remember laughing so much. I think it's uh, it, the thing with Katie Price is every year they say, oh, she's going to go back, she's going to go back. I don't think she'll go back this year. Um, I but, think she'd like know. to. Yeah, definitely. I think she would like to. Hey, guess what? Eddie Murphy. How many kids do you think Eddie Murphy has? He's got about five, I reckon. He's got eight, and he's expecting his what? ninth. Yeah, Paige Butcher is expecting Eddie Murphy's ninth child. Nine? That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of maintenance payments, isn't is it? Fertile man. Yeah. What is he eating? He well, must be jangling his balls in ice every night. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nine kids. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. I know he's had one with Scary. He had one yeah. with Mel as well. Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. Um, Mel B. Yeah. He's got a 26-year-old son uh, from his what? relationship with uh, Paulette McNeely. A 25-year-old son. Uh, uh, with uh, Tamara Hood, an eight-year-old daughter from his time with Mel B. Honestly, the list goes on. But yeah, number nine on the way. So congratulations, Eddie. He's spreading his um, seed. His seed, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> he'll, have to get some, he'll have to get some more Beverly what's Hills Eddie, Cop films out. What's Eddie done lately? What's Eddie done lately? Oh, gosh. How's he looking, Eddie? Well, we know what Eddie's done lately. He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> Apart from that, work-wise, what's he done? That, I, I'm not, I, think, I do think they're doing some Beverly Hills Cop revival stuff, aren't they? Off the top of my head. Um, I think they're doing some kind what of... What's your favourite Eddie Murphy movie? Oh, God. Oh, Trading Places. Exactly. <laughs> it is my the best, all time. The and it best. always comes around at Christmas. I love that film with Dan Aykroyd. And yeah, super. You couldn't beat that movie, Absolutely can amazing. you? Absolutely amazing. That's a really good Christmas film. Um, what else is going on on OK What Online? else is going online uh, at the moment for OK? Uh, first pictures of uh, Brianna Jungworth's baby bump. Now, that is, of course, Louis Tomlinson's... Um, mm. Well, I can't really say girlfriend. But what would you say? What would you call her? Bit on the side? No, we got. She's Con- a she's conquest a, friend. I don't know. They're sort of like more than friends. I don't yeah. do that with my friends. No, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, other half. Yeah, yeah. All right, other half. Um, they're not. I don't think they're still romantically but involved. But I think they just. No, I think they just had a bit of a bunk up, and now she's pregnant, and uh, they're all good friends. She's going to be. Yeah, she's not going to have to worry. She too won't much. have to work. Yeah, she'll be all right in nappies. Is Louis going to be a responsible father though? After trashing his hotel, I know, I know. Meg Matthews stuck up for him, saying it's rock and roll. But well, it, I'm hoping. Is it, is it right? Hopefully, he's just got it out of his system. You know, I mean, I guess this is his last hurrah, isn't it? Before a, 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 a lifetime of bottle feeds and, and late nights. Now, listen, I know the One Direction is they've had a go at me before, mm. but do you think they're a bit harsh on Eamon Holmes because his daughter 
was up in Belfast waiting yeah. for that show. Mm-hmm. They didn't come on stage. They mm-hmm. didn't let them know until And he let that. rip, didn't he? And yeah, because Eamon is, is a straight talking Irishman. And he went, no, you know what? That's not on. The boys could have come out and said a little, you know, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and you're he's right. been hammered. I agree with Eamon. I agree with him. And look, you know, we write a lot of stories on OK Online Can about I say, One Direction. It was Direction. a very good Eamon It was accent. great. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> I thought he was here. Um, I, we, get, we write a lot of uh, One Direction stories on OK Online. We do a lot of stuff on social media about One Direction. And it, it really doesn't take very much to spark a, a torrent of abusive tweets from One Direction fans. Even if you report something that is completely straight and completely factual, they will, they will take offence. They're very, very passionate. And that's great. You know, it's great to be sort of passionate about your about your bands but yeah they can be they can be pretty full on so Eamon probably bit off a little bit more than he can chew but, <laughs> makes um, a change yeah, which, <laughs> and that's no, saying I something for Eamon I <laughs> love Eamon Holmes and I'm so glad and we're standing by him but yeah. they you know what is going to happen the, the group it, they don't look happy there's arguments between obviously seems like there's a bad atmosphere between Harry and, and yeah, Louis and yeah. there's, it's, there's it's, also, it's time to end this well that's it they've done their they've done their last gigs now haven't they so um you know, Simon Cowell's made his money. Talking yeah. of which, Antiques Roadshow got more f- ratings <laughs> than The X Factor. I'm not yeah. laughing. Yeah. Because I actually feel for Simon because this isn't news he'd want to hear. Well, you know, I think we're into the lives now. We're into the live shows. This is where it really is supposed to be picking up. But unfortunately, what we've got... The, the complaint that people have been making about X Factor this year is that we haven't got the same emotional attachment with the contestants. And part of that is because of the way that Ollie Mers and Caroline Flack are presenting the show. And pe- now, have you noticed the weird thing? I love Ollie Mers. Mm. Great singer, great yep. artist. Yep. But sometimes they should stick to what you're good at. Yeah. And as a presenter, I feel he's lost and he does an odd thing with his mouth. Oh, does he? We can watch he out for this. He must watch his mouth. It's uh-huh. like when he doesn't know what to do with himself. I don't know. <laughs> he, it's like he does his funny mouth thing. Uh, Why is Boyce I, I will look it? out for it. I will look out for it. And, uh, he's got to stop doing I'm it. I will tweet it, definitely. Yeah. It's a weird mouth <laughs> movement. You need to get that online because it's hilarious. Definitely. We've got Dean, uh, Dean McCulloch uh, coming up soon, uh, who you will, of course, remember from Young, Free and Single. Um, we've spoken to him recently, haven't we, actually? Mm. Or not, not so long ago. Yeah. Um, and this is, I, I don't know if I'm getting form here, but I remember we had a little bit of a flirt on, uh, on Twitter and on the phone. So that's going to be... Um, Awkward stroke, interesting. But, um, yeah. <laughs> no, he's crazy, if I remember right. But he's um presenter and he's seen on e- E4's Young, Free and Single, and Ambassador at Mad Trust. So yeah. he, he's a little character, so he's going to be on the show. Yeah. Now we're going to play another track. We've got loads to come on. We've also got the hot newest, latest rapper, Excel, yeah. coming into the studio um, any second now. So let's play a quick track and we'll be back. Bit of Tay Tay. I love that. Bit of Wilder Streams. You're playing some good tracks sorry, there. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like the Bieber's new one. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the thing but it is. It reminds with that, me of um, Mason Noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's make kind of ruined some, it. Make some noise. I'm going to bet down now, Make Some Noise is going to win the X Factor. Do you think so? I, do you know what? I, I often think there's a reason why they bring these people back. They bought back Mason Noise. They bought back Monica Michael. Um, is it all set up? They know what they're doing. They're not idiots. Well, Come on. No. And he says, sorry. <laughs> oh, he said something about it. It makes but me also, laugh. I, just, I, I find it weird when Mason Noise sings a Justin Bieber song because he's surely he's not that kind of star. You know, he's not. There's more to him than 
than Biebs. <laughs> Surely, I don't know. I think he's, like under, he's got attitude, man. Yeah. But um, are they bringing Louis back? I want to know. Are they bringing Louis back to the X Factor? How are they going to make it better? Why are people switching off? What the hell's the problem? Ah, uh, poof. Where do you start? There's a dissertation waiting to be written by somebody, by some key media studies student. Um, I'll tell you who's in trouble this week. Chris Jenner. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I, don't, I, I know that you are a religious player of the Kim Kardashian app, Lizzie. I know mm, that whenever... Yes. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Kim Kardashian's done this app, right? And it, and it has made something crazy like $200 million in a year. It's, it's a Holy massive, massive moly. deal. And she wasn't actually going to do it. She was kind of a little bit... What is this app? So exactly? it, it's kind of a thing where you can immerse yourself in the world of Kim Kardashian. You can actually go in there and live her life and spend kind of credits on outfits and customising your, your house. And, you know, you can sort of go to you things. You are living the dream. Living the dream, yeah, in a little kind of way. Um, and this this app has been absolutely massive, and obviously loads of different celebrities are copying it now because it makes about three hundred and fifty grand per day, which is per day? a ridiculous amount of money. A but bit yeah, similar to what you earn at the yeah, UK Towers. Yeah, that's right. Um, so um, so Glue Mobile, who made the app, um, are obviously rolling in the in the dough, but. Another app company is not particularly happy because apparently Chris and Kim were working oh, no. with them beforehand. So oh, um, no. yeah, so these other guys, Kung Fu uh, Kung Fu Factory, have been working on the app, and they want uh, they want the dollar. They want the dollar big time. Oh, and I can't blame them if no. they started working with them first. Exactly. And, but did they have it deal? Is it in writing? Well, this is the problem, isn't it? I think the trouble is now. You know, you go into a meeting with a bunch of people, you have some ideas. Mm. Maybe it doesn't come off, and you take the idea somewhere else. It's tricky, this, because I had this with a TV idea. Right. And I discussed it with someone. The next thing I knew, it was being made and... and <gasps> really? It on TV. It was on Sky One. Oh, my God. Wow. And I was quite... There was, you know, and I thought, oh my god, this yeah. was even the name of the show. Really? But what can you do if it's not if you haven't painted it and made sure it's yours? There's not a lot you can do. Well, people used to say if you have an idea, then you have to write, write it on it. a piece of paper and send it to yourself so that it's dated in a sealed envelope. Exactly. I don't think that would hold water. I really uh, don't. Well, that's what they yeah. say you to do. Yeah. But it's so tricky. These I don't know. Are people pulling a fast one? They know they've made a lot of money. Are they yeah. trying? You don't know. Do well, you? the other thing is, I think you know, especially She's now. I know she's got a lot of money to be a very successful woman. Mm. She's had a lot of, like, a bad year. A lot on her plate. With old Bruce. Bruce, yeah. Bruce becomes Caitlin. You know, there's obviously the whole kind of uh, Lamar in hospital situation still. Yeah, with all the strokes. Yeah, that's exactly. Terrible. That's been tough. Obviously, this legal business. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And and obviously, you know, uh, Courtney uh, is, is still sort of moving on from her split with Scott. Um, Scott Disick, that is, of course. Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's always plenty of drama. But I think Chris knows But where there's drama, there's dollar. So I think, you know, she won't be there's too bothered. There's always a dollar, baby. Exactly. But do you know what? I, I saw one of the old Kim Kardashian shows um, yeah. the other night was on. I just flicked. I'm mm. looking at Bruce and he was in the track. Yeah, they were trying to make him cut his ponytail off. <laughs> it would be like them trying to do that to me. He was really distressed. Yeah. And well, he was they like, didn't leave know. it. They didn't know, I guess, at that point. Poor Bruce. Yeah. Bless him. I know. I know. Um, so what else is happening on OK Online? Because well, I have to say, it is a week. Gosh, I mean, the parties are rolling up. It's getting to Christmas. I yeah. can't believe it. Yeah. Well, one of, one of the things that everybody's talking about at the moment is uh, the, so the soap Christmas storylines. Now, nobody has a happy Christmas in Soapland. 
Um, and uh, the, the, the East Enders guys are pulling out all the stops. So Dean Wicks. Now, we remember Matt D'Angelo's character, Dean Wicks. Um, love a bit of Dean Wicks. Well, he's, yeah, love a bit of Dean Wicks, but he's evil Dean now, isn't he? After the whole business with Linda and the whole sort of rape situation. So um, he's currently, you know, getting away with that. Danny Dyer's Mick, on, obviously brooding, wants to get his own back on, uh, on, on Dean. Things are going to go from bad to worse for Dean because he is going to attack his girlfriend, Roxy Mitchell. Uh, and that's going to tie in with his exit from the show. So whether Mick will actually get to, um, you know, finish, finish, uh, finish Dean off. Do you, remember, do you know the old enders? I used to love the old enders with Wicks, Wixie, yeah. Dirty Den, yeah. Ange. Yeah. Those well, this is the other thing. This is why they're bringing back Grant. Well, you've got to. They've got to do something. Yeah. So you've got Grant, Phil, Kathy, and Sharon, which is like the holy sort of foursome from, uh, from EastEnders. But there's always a drama at Christmas, always an explosion, always yeah. something really sad happening. Why is it at Christmas? I know. Why Sometimes be... you just want to eat your turkey and, and pull or a cracker. go to Barbados. Yeah. Oh. If only. Is that what you're doing? Well, it's in. It, I could possibly be going there. Oh, my God. But I haven't made a decision. There's something right. in the offing, so okay. I'm not saying what. Okay, yeah. Okay, you've got to just keep your little wits about yeah. you. Okay. You'll be the first to know on Fuba Radio. Definitely. My darling, keep my darling. Um, also, we need to talk about Serena Williams. Right. Right. If you're going to... The tennis players. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to steal someone's mobile phone and run away... Make sure it's not a champion athlete because somebody tried to steal Serena's phone and she basically chased them down and, uh, and, and caught the criminal because obviously she's a superwoman. I wouldn't mess with Serena, no, would you? No, exactly. She, now listen, I've got a funny story. It was Wimbledon. Yeah. I got a call. I'm with a stylist friend. She mm-hmm. needs a dress. She didn't have a dress. Right. Can you believe that? She wow. needed a dress. Okay. It was a Wimbledon pre-party. Yeah? Serena did. Serena needed a dress. Okay. So my friend's doing the makeup. I said, right. My friend said, I know. I'll get some dresses. Don't worry. We had to go where she was staying in Wimbledon. It yeah. was all last minute dot com. Mm-hmm. We race in. She's got the dresses. This is like, this is like dressing Jeff Cates. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The thighs. It was like nothing could fit those shoulders. Because when you see somebody like that, what what size is somebody I, like that? I was trying not to laugh because my friend was coming. He's going, I no dresses fit. I need to get a dress in this. I mean, it's, to dress that woman is Amazonian. This yeah. unbelievable physique. But how the hell do you get dressed to fit her? Because I would imagine also, you know, it, it say she's a I don't know a ten or a twelve or whatever. You know, she wouldn't. But, but she then, was no size ten. Right, let me okay. tell you. Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's it's different parts of it. You'd have to have stuff custom made, right? <laughs> well, you think she'd have a dress, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, this is true. My this poor friend. True. Um, right now, we're going to play another track. That's right. In we're going to have a bit of Drake, and then we've got Dean on the phone. So we um, got Dino. So stick with us. You used to call me on my. You used to. You Fubar Radio. Yeah, I'm loving that. Bit of Drake. Bit of Drake. Have you man. seen him dancing on the internet? Man, like it, a chump. <laughs> <laughs> My son's getting into him. I was getting worried. I want him to listen to Phil Collins. Oh, I love a bit of Collins. Well, Phil Collins is back, man. They got a petition not to have him back. I think that's a crime. Did he help Adele? Did Look, he help her? Right? Huh? I, he, Phil is great. Too you know, what, something about Phil, right? People give Phil Collins a lot of stick, and Why? yes. 
Well, there's a few things. I it, think his poor wife ran off with the gardener. He's had a tough he old did few dump, years. He did dump someone by fax, which well, <laughs> in itself isn't great. He's had the, he, and had he spends karma, a lot of time. He had a bad time I think I think people don't like the fact that he spends a lot of time living in Switzerland. I think people get annoyed about that. What because of tax burdens? Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably what it is. But also, I think you know maybe there's a bit of an interpretation that perhaps he's a little bit cheesy. But I love him, and I'll tell you something else about Phil. In about 2000, there was a, a, an album of Phil Collins tribute songs by really fashionable American rappers. Like, there were people from the Wu-Tang Clan um, covering Phil Collins songs. I want to hear that. It's an album called Urban Renewal, and you should check it out. Because uh, I'm, yeah. I'm a biggest Phil fan. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you don't understand. I, I got had a broken heart to his record, oh. and I... Every time I hear it, brings a tear to my eye. But now... So, so we, were talking, we were talking about dancing with Drake, one man who does know a lot about dancing. Who's that? Is old uh, is old Dino Dean McCulloch? Not Dean McCulloch. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Good morning, guys. How are you? How good. Are you, yeah. Dean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank yeah. you. I'm very, very good, guys. I love listening to your show. It's becoming a bit of a guilty pleasure now. I must say, a guilty Less of pleasure. <laughs> guilty yeah. pleasure. That's what I like to hear. Now, Dean, tell us about this theatre mad presenting yeah. a mad drag night. So what yes, is this? All in aid of um, To Make a Difference Trust. That's right, indeed. So basically, um, I don't know whether you know, but Make a Difference Trust have just raised £31,000 in aid of um, HIV and AIDS awareness. Wow. So, um, they've, they certainly know how to get the cash in. Um, and basically, um, next month, this month, on the 19th of November, at the Hippodrome Casino, you can come along and um, see a whole bunch of West End stars like you've never seen them before. Wow. Wow. That sounds yeah. awesome. So uh when you say never seen him before, give us a give us a bit of a, a bit of a clue as well, to what's going on. Um myself and John Partridge and uh-huh. Sherry Houston will wow. be hosting the event. Um they are it's gonna be amazing and they've got um, I hope I'm getting an invite to this. Lizzie, I was just about to say I expect you and Jonathan to drag up for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do much. <laughs> I've got to find a pair, pair of uh, heels in a size 13. That could be difficult. You can you can borrow mine. My He's got canoe feet. Excellent. I've got plenty of those for you. <laughs> um, and, and the whole point of the night is, basically, we, we want to raise as much money as we can again um, in aid of the Make a Difference Trust because they do so much amazing, amazing work for the whole country. Now, the Make a Difference Trust, um, they are a... Um, they collect all the money and they're the ones that, that really put the hard work in to get the money together for um, m- many different causes. So they don't actually do the services, but they, they provide the money and it goes straight back into um, the entertainment industry. So it's all about people people who uh, maybe they don't necessarily have to have HIV, but maybe they're affected by it. Mm-hmm. Because even though there is so much awareness out there, it's still affecting people in the workplace. And believe it or not, it's affecting people in our industry. Yeah. Wow. They become insurance wow. risks and, and they become depressed and there's no one to talk to, even though we're all outgoing extroverts and, and we all love a good chit-chat, we all, we're all there to support each other, it's still got a massive stigma attached. So not only are we raising money, but we're raising awareness and we're, we're trying to create an environment where people can come along and have a good night and have a good laugh. Um, but why and, is that stigma? Do you think it's some um, lack of understanding or understanding the real issues? Why, why is this still happening in this day and age? Well, I can, I can talk from... I'm the young person's ambassador for the charity. So I look oh my God, well, you don't the, stop talking. 
I know, like, you know, <laughs> you can never get a word in. But uh, I can only really talk with people my own age group. So even, so say, for example, if I'm in, in a West End show or if I'm working in telly or something, the last thing that somebody wants to talk about is, is you know, um, this disease that they have. Whereas we're trying to stamp away that stigma. Um, I've had loads of friends who have had HIV um, and you don't need to have it to understand it, but it is definitely, it's still got that negativity attached to it um, and that's something that we want to stand by and to be honest with you Leslie I don't know why mm. people find it so hard to talk about I think it's because um, per- perhaps people feel like it's just surrounded by um, sexual disease and, and, and it's, it, you know people people think that if, if you have it that you're less of a person um, because you know you can't be as wild as free anymore and you become a risk to other people um, there are loads of different um, you know problems that, that, that surround HIV especially in young people and I, as young person's ambassador, want to educate people from a younger age throughout the industry um, mm. with, different, with different things that we've got um, rolling out next year. Um, and, and I just really want to, I don't want to normalise it and make it okay. But um, certainly as a charity, we want to make sure that um, the people are supported and that people are looked after. I think that's really important. And I think, you know, having sort of seen, you know, the initial kind of, uh, in the late 80s and you know the, the sort of advertising campaign with the icebergs and the initial kind of public awareness situation going on I think you know people who are sort of you know uh, say I'll say our age Lizzie you Thank know you. probably know all about AIDS and HIV um, and I think over the years what's happened is perhaps for the younger generation there's been less of that messaging sort of out there and almost yeah. almost kind of a kind of complacency where people go oh well you know there's certain drugs it's treatable it's not so much of an issue blah 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 but of course yeah. it is an issue you know yeah. and, and unfortunately what we're getting at the moment is the worst of both worlds where there's less awareness um, but there's still a stigma so exactly, you know, I think what you guys are doing is is super important. But I mean, you have come on really well medically. I mean, I'm friends with Holly Johnson and other people, and and you you, I mean, it's unbelievable how much there has gone into helping people with HIV. Um, but it's a shame and very sad we've still got this terrible stigma. Yeah, and I think it's so strange because um, because I do have lots of friends, and, and certainly in my social media, I'm friends with people who are working in research and doctors and, and things like that. And, you know, Bill Gates, for example, donated $6 million to HIV research, and it didn't even make the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought... I was like, well, hold on, this is a massive, massive What do you have thing. to do? <laughs> yeah, Justin Bieber made the news that day, and, yeah. and I'm like, what's he done? What's he done for yeah. me? You know, and what's he done get- for me? Well, there's another story. Dino. So this mag drag night is happening on the 19th of November, right? Uh, yeah. And if you want to get tickets, uh, what, where do we have to go? Yeah, you can go on to ctickets.com and grab those tickets. There okay. are VIP packages available. Um, and there are, you know, the good thing is when you come to this event, you're getting to meet all the West End stars and a whole bunch of celebrities. It's a really fun night out. The tickets are £15 pounds, um, and all proceeds, every single penny goes towards HIV and AIDS awareness. That wow, awesome. that's amazing. That sounds awesome. And Dean, you've been doing so well. We've obviously seen you on Ease for, you know, the young, free and single. And I saw yeah. you at the reality awards. Yes, my love, you were looking gorgeous that night. You and James Hill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not spreading any gossip, are you? He's I know, yeah, J- I, James is a dear boy, dear friend. Yeah. 
bit yeah, old for me, but he's all right. But have you things <laughs> things must have really changed for you since the show. You, say, you know, it sounds yeah. like you've been super busy. Yeah, so really good. I've got my own TV show, um, TV show coming out um, at the beginning of next year um, for a brand new um, online channel. It's kind of like Vice, like the UK version of Vice. Okay. Uh, and it launches at Christmas time. And guess what? It's all about dating. Nice. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you back to talk about that when that kicks off. Yeah, I need some advice, please, on dates. I've had a few horrors <laughs> oh. lately. <laughs> Well, I was one of the only people off the TV show not to have a successful date, so I won't be giving anybody any advice at the moment. I'm st- I've still got a lot to learn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well done, Dean. And they can um, get on Twitter at Mad Trust, and yes, obviously at your Twitter at The Dean Life. Yes, that's right. And, he, and if you've got any questions, and, and you guys must, must come along. It's going to be such a good night. I'd love to see you both there. All right, well, let me know, darling. I'll be there, Dean, for you. You know that. Right. Awesome. God bless, Di. Thanks nice. for being on the show. Take care. What a lovely chap. So what a lovely Irish chap. He's great, isn't he? He's got a lovely Irish tone. Do you know I'm 56% <laughs> Irish? Are you? Yeah. It's I did my out DNA today. test. <laughs> I am related to Eamon Holmes. <laughs> can you believe that? Um, yeah, I can. I can. Eamon's an absolute love. Somebody else. It's funny you say, should say, say about DNA tests. Did you see about Tom Cruise? Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Jones. Oh man, this storyline made me laugh. What is that about? So I don't. I I just wish you'd stop sort of saying things. Like I think you get to an age you have to be where quiet. you have to be quiet. Well, yeah, because he's saying it. He was saying, "Am I black?" Yeah, basically, because he's, to... he's got curly hair, and I, I don't know. I don't know what his reasoning was. <laughs> um, maybe he spent so much time being orange. I don't know. I, I well, can't he's got a black my... soulful voice. Yeah, this is true. He's got yeah. the rhythm of a black man. Yeah. Swings those hips like a black man. But it's yeah. Is he a black it's man? Not, it's not. Yeah. Whatever you say it's in that kind of conversation, it's it's going to end up bad. You know, you're going to say the wrong thing. And it, it's difficult because, um, <laughs> well, I mean, people do, but is there an age where you should not stop? Well, I think, you know, it's like it. he made some comments the other day about um, about gay people and about when he first entered the industry. He was obviously very, very sheltered. And this was like, you know, 50 plus years ago. And he was really worried about, you know, meeting and mixing with homosexuals because obviously where he grew up in Wales, they didn't have homosexuals, which obviously is nonsense. Um, But yeah, whatever you say in those conversations, you do end up looking a little bit uh, out of tune with the public opinion. People get some ages, but is there a certain age where you you stop thinking quite right? Because my mother said something the other day. My friend came in and... um, she said, oh, she's a gutsy girl. I thought, why did you say gutsy girl? Because <laughs> she was a little on the large side. Okay, and I don't yeah. know. You know, sometimes you say things without yeah, thinking. Yeah, exactly. I think you've just got to be more careful, haven't you? And just kind of remember that you uh, are probably from a, a, you know, a previous uh, era. Uh, yeah, anyway. Bless Tom, go. Sir Tom. <laughs> right, should we, um, should we have should a bit we of... Should we move on? <laughs> yeah, should we have a bit... <laughs> let's have a bit, <laughs> let's have a bit of, of Ellie Goulding, Yes, please. Right, I love awesome. Ellie. Cheers. Know that I've been messed up. Fubar Radio. I love that. That was good, wasn't it? Film Ellie. it. She's looking hot. She knows how to do a big old feel good track, right? Well, Fifty Shades, she did yeah. great. That was good. That she's, was good. She's looking hot at the minute, yeah. you know. She's a demon in the gym though, isn't she? She likes she likes running. She posts lots of selfies with Dougie Pointer and they're both like looking gorgeous, like some kind of Because when I first experiment. interviewed her, I yeah. didn't think she I mean didn't think she was that special, mm. if I'm honest. Yeah, I know what you mean. What do you think was the turning point for her? I Me. mean, she really... Meeting that hot hot guy from 
<laughs> busted. <laughs> Something's going on. Yeah. I was a bit so, jealous, actually, with that. Joe, I'm really excited. Can I tell you, I'm going backstage. I'm interviewing Tommy Lee, former husband of Pammy. That's crazy. And um, what Motley Crue and Alice Cooper. Now, if you like your rock, that is a... That is, a, that is, a, that that is, is a, a really a amazing invite. thing. That is a really amazing thing. That will stay with me. That's something I'll tell my grandkids. Yeah. I've got. I'm a bit scared though. I want to see lots of selfies on Twitter. He said everyone strips for one song called "Girls, Girls, Girls." Do you okay. mean "Girls, Girls, Girls"? Yeah. Do you know? I'm like, <laughs> I'm not strip? stripping. <laughs> I did that Tuesday night. I'm not doing it again. Um, um, do you know what's setting the internet alight right now? Go on. The new uh, John Lewis Christmas advert. Oh, you know it's nearly Christmas man. when people start talking about the John Lewis Christmas I advert. I can't believe La- it's nearly Christmas. So last year we had the penguin. Do you remember oh, the penguin? There I was the kid, the pe- and he had a toy penguin. And it was adorable. Very, very sweet. So um, the new uh, advert is coming very, very soon, and it uses the Oasis track "Half the World Away," um, which you'll remember as the theme song to the Royal Family. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to drop within days, and then we know that the countdown to Christmas is officially upon us. So um, yeah, watch this space. I uh, do you know what those adverts? But it's, I don't feel Christmassy yet. It's too do early. Not, do you know? What? I'm starting to feel like I went into uh, one of the offices in uh, OK Towers, if you like, uh, and they were playing Christmas songs. Oh no, it's too early. And it was really funny because it was like the finances office. It was like where you go to sort of get get checks written, and they're usually really square. And oh. they had to, they had. Christmas my mum awesome. keeps ringing me and she's yeah. rung me five times already this really? morning right I'm going Christmas shopping what do the boys want oh, what do you yeah. want da 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 well, what would you think and do what shall I get Auntie Sandy I'm like mum I don't know I it's not Christmas I can't deal with this until Help, at least I love my after mom. Guy Fawkes Night please don't call me again about Christmas did you, you did you dress up for Halloween by the way uh, man, I was dressed up. I, I didn't. I couldn't choose between a devil or a vampire, so I did both. It was a bit of a mixture of an outfit. A vampire. It was a vampire. <laughs> Not um, a damp squid. A devilish horn. I look. Okay. The teeth are terrible because it, it, they just can't stay in. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I bet you looked um, amazing. Well. <laughs> the teeth were scary, man. Yeah. You wouldn't want me giving you a no. with them teeth. Um, no, gosh. <laughs> but um, no, it was fun. Did you have fun on Halloween? Yeah, I did. Um, I took the boys out trick or treating, and I tried to paint my face with pretty disastrous results. I thought it would be super easy. For some reason, I thought I was going to be like one of these makeup artists on uh, on like those YouTube video tutorials. And then I tried to do like a Day of the Dead thing. Oh and my god. I, <laughs> Yeah, but Honestly. did you see Jonathan Ross always has this famous oh, Halloween yeah. party? Yeah. But I didn't recognise it was Holly Willoughby. I didn't yeah. recognise her. Yeah. Um, um Keith Lemon. Yes, he had Keith like a, Lemon. he was like Team Wolf or something. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. And um we had David Williams with that. He was a joker. But I mean, I, I'm, I didn't recognise anyone going in. No. They were hilarious. No, well, this is the thing. But those pictures are always great to wake up to you know after the party you always get so many yeah, but how do you get all that makeup off it's true it's a drag i mean luckily i use kids uh, kids face paint so uh, it was absolutely <laughs> fine but i didn't do a good job but let me tell you no one does halloween like the americans i was out there last year for halloween mm-hmm. it was incredible yeah i mean it's proper scary yeah 
they go for it. Yeah, it's like and you get these mission. big old pumpkin farms where all the celebrities go every year, and you sort of see all these pictures of different people in LA going to pick their pumpkins at these big farms called pumpkin patches. And uh, yeah, but it seems to be getting bigger here every year. Yeah, I mean the kids were the going Beckham's crazy were doing for this that. Year. But uh, the best one was Frank Skinner. Did you see him? He had a no. tombstone on his head <laughs> and a little face, a little face <laughs> cut out. That was the best. It made me laugh. Awesome. So, darling, it's, yeah. it's, it's chock a block on yeah. the old OK Online. But yeah. we are going to be talking rappers. Yes. In a minute, not Christmas you, rappers. Uh, not not Christmas rappers. Um, we're talking rappers. I mean, do you, are you into rap music? Yeah, I mean, I used to be more so. Like when I was a bit younger, I used to like a lot of that kind of NWA style stuff and uh, sort of typical um, sort of white boy growing up in a sort of a suburb. Sort of, you know, this <laughs> stuff. It's, it's like really not appropriate. Tell a story. It's yeah. very clever to rap. Yeah, completely. And um, who is your favourite? Would you say? Out oh of? gosh, or I don't know. It? I used to really, I used to really like Kanye at the start. And then he turned into a bit of a jackass. But there's some great, you know, obviously there's some great UK talent. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to Excel. So we've got Excel coming in, yeah. who is working with the one and only Mike Moran. Yeah, who looks big after news. Queen. Yeah, that's and he's got a new little track out. Great, great. That we might be playing. So look, let's let's play a track ourselves, and okay. then Excel is going to be live in the studio. So please tweet in with any questions. <laughs> Bar Radio. I'm loving that. It's good, isn't it? We're playing some good tracks I almost, today. I almost fell off my chair. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> well, listen, we have the one and only XL. He's in the studio. He's awesome. a rapper, singer, songwriter, and he's also working with the top music producer, Mike Moran. Now, we were just talking a minute ago um, when we were listening to uh, David Guetta and Sia and trying not to fall off our chairs about the people that, that Mike Moran has worked with. Queen. Yeah. Dion Warwick. Crazy. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. That's nuts. And now Excel. And now Excel. Excel, welcome <laughs> to Fubo Radio. Hey, how's it going? You right? How are you doing? Um, do you know what? I'm amazing. I'm ama- I'm really happy. I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad you found us because you got a bit lost. I did. I ended up somewhere in N9, but yeah. Do you know, I'm always getting mixed up with my numbers. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but darling, you have gone from strength to strength because, I mean, you, you're doing all your songwriting and mm-hmm. I do loads for charity as well. Yeah. But you've, you've got a new track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been working on a track um, with Mike Moran, you know, feel blessed to get in the studio with someone. Now, how did that come about? How did it come about? Well, do you know what? I was introduced for a friend of mine, Manal, to a guy oh, called my, Rob. Oh, my best buddy. Yeah. Oh. And then she, she introduced me to a guy called Rob. And then Rob, I, I told him my vision. What does Rob do? Rob so, is the... So, so Rob, Robbie does um, a lot of the entertainment in the music. So he, he, he would put on, like, say, tours and shows. Right. From here to Dubai type yeah. of stuff. So, yeah, he, he kind of looks after that side of things. And I kind of told him what I wanted... I wanted to do the music with an edge. I wanted to not just be this rapper that's on an 808 beat. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to mix up with the rock and the classical. And then he introduced me to Mike Moran. And then we sat down and we were working out exactly how we're going to do this track. How are we going to get the best out of this track? And, you know, it's amazing sitting down with someone like Mike because it's like his brain, the way it works, it's, it's, it's totally different. And then mixing it with a, with a rapping side of things. So... Yeah, it was it was exciting the whole journey up there to to get to that point. You know? I mean, has has Mike worked with rap before? Doing with rappers? Or? No, it, it, it's it's something new for him. Um, it's something new for him. You know, it's it's totally different and. It, 
it, it, it's supposed to be the first time he's, he's worked with a rapper, you know? So it's exciting that I'm, I'm the first one. And was he open <laughs> to new stuff? Um, yeah, do you know what? He, he, he was open to new stuff and it's like, when I showed him a few tracks, it was like, I showed him a few when I first went down to the studio and it's like, we picked out, yeah, this is the one. This is the one we got to work on and it was stronger. So we, was, we, we just got in the lab and we just got busy. We, we got busy. Everything was live. It was amazing. We brought in a choir. Wow. Do you know what I mean? We brought in like everyone live to do the drums, the, the, the guitar. Everything was done live. So it was a great, great feeling. And the know? track's called Stronger. Yeah, it's called Stronger. Yeah, that's correct. And, yeah. when, and when can we listen to Stronger? Because I'm desperate to hear the track. Do you know what? We could do a live for them now we, we, we could show we could show everyone the track now well, we could do that well well we could try and get that yeah, for you I yeah. think we should try that I mean because um, you, you've obviously you're very talented where do you where are you looking for your music career to go because it's it's a tough career it's tough you know industry no it's a very tough industry and it's like for me I've just got to kind of take it back to the basics of the excitement of the passion in music and for me it's like Obviously, I want, I want it to go amazing. I, I want to go global. I, w I want to get my message across to the world, not just to the UK, not just to America, but to the world. I'm talking, like, everywhere. So, And then that's why I wanted to do something different. I thought, you know, if, if you follow suit, you're just going to be that other rapper that's just following suit. You know, and I, I didn't want to follow suit. And I was, I was like, I wanted to do something different. I, I just needed to do something different and get my message across in the right way. And thank, thank the Lord, you know, someone like Mike was like, yeah, I'm going to work, I'm going to work with Excel. And then that's how the journey began, really. And uh, what would you say to the listeners out there? Because there's a lot of, um, you know, people want to get into the music business and, and, and uh, you know, feel they're talented and got what it takes. But as we say, very tough business. How, how do you go about it? Do you know the best thing I'll say is master your own craft is... Be at home and work on your own craft and don't try to follow suit. Don't think just because that's in the charts that that's what's right. Um, work on your own self, your own ability, who you are as a person first and how your voice needs to be portrayed and what, what you need to do to get people to understand you as an artist. And, you know, you're lucky these days. You've got things like social media, you've got Facebook, you've got, you've got Twitter, you've got YouTube. You could promote yourself. You know, you could put your stuff out there and it, it could reach, say, 10 million people. Because YouTube's really taking off, isn't it? Everyone seems to be doing it. Yeah, do you think it's harder now or easier uh, for acts to kind of break through? Okay, so back then there was only like a handful back in the day. Yeah. So you, you only had a handful to pick from. You yeah. didn't have the thing, the World Wide Web yeah. type of thing. So now there's, there is a, a, a variety of loads of different people mm -hmm. trying to get their music out. But I think something like YouTube, if, if you keep pushing, you keep pushing, you keep pushing and you're determined for what, what you want to achieve and you keep putting your music out there and th there's, there's going to be blocks along the way and there's going to be barriers. But you know what? You need to break through them barriers and break through them blocks because it's only going to make you a stronger artist at the end. It's going to make you into that powerhouse and what you need to be fit for the industry. You need to be strong. So... So who did you admire growing up and look up to and you think, wow, I love in their style or I want to be like him or her? Do you know what? My, I, I used to admire the Biggie Smalls, you know, the two packs, just, just their, their vocal content and 
everything, the delivery, the flow. For me, it was just like I, I had their posters up on my wall. I was that little kid looking at Biggie Smalls, looking at Tupac, Jay Z on the wall, and thinking, "Oh my days, one day I, I want my poster on the wall. Yeah, I want to yeah. be, I want to be that good. I, I, I didn't want to just, I didn't just want to be an artist. I wanted to be as good. I wanted to be, do you know what I mean, or even better." And in yeah. terms of acts now, you know, obviously you don't want to emulate anybody else. You want to do your own thing. But who do you think has followed their own path really successfully? Who do you? Who do, do you, you know what? You to? see me totally off. I, I just I like the whole Ed Sheeran thing. Right. I like the whole Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's killing it right now. He's, I love that. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's yeah. killing it. Is. it. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's killing it, and it's for me. He, yeah. He he he's right up there for me. Mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran. And do you know it's funny because even a, a a group called Years and Years. Yeah. Now, I, I found these guys ages ago on yeah. YouTube. And I was sitting down with my friend Alf, and he was like, these lot are going to blow. They're these great. lot are going to blow. Yeah. And it was the first track we heard was Take Shelter. Yeah. And we was like, yeah, these guys are, are going to do it. And uh-huh. the next thing they're on tour, next thing they're all around, yeah. everything's cool. Yeah. Um, cool. And what um, about, what do you think about... Um, Things like reality shows, a lot of reality shows, but like TV talent shows. Do you think they're a good sort of gateway yeah, the X Factor. for, I mean, for, for you, new acts? What do you think on the X Factor? Do you know what? You see, X Factor, it's like, um, it, 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 it's a good way because straight away you're, you're getting out to the masses of the public through, through TV and media, which is very powerful. So straight away, you, you're right in the face of the audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you see, it's coming for a lot of stick because the artists aren't really looked after, even if they win it. Yeah. Are they looked after? Many of the acts don't really fulfil, you know, what we hope. Yeah. yeah. Many that haven't done it. I mean, is it something you'd ever consider? Do you know what? Um, me, personally, I just don't feel that's the right path for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, you I know, think, you know, because you've, you've got to make a deal with yourself if you go on a show like that, haven't you, to uh, kind of sacrifice a little bit of your creativity, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you have to because you, you do lose your creativity mm. because straight away you've got someone telling you what to sing. You've got yeah. a mentor now. So yeah. that mentor is, they, they're going to nurture and think this is the right path for you. Yeah. It could be the right path for you, but you, you need to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. For me, you need to do it yourself. When did you decide, right, I want to be a rapper? That's what I want to do. Do you know what? I was, I was, I was influenced from music from a young age, from uh-huh. my dad. He used to do his reggae band. And okay. He used to be in a band called, band called um, I think it was Z19 or something. Okay. And he used to always play the guitar. And I remember he used to sit me on his lap and he used to play all like the Bob Marleys and that. And I was like, well, I, I, w- I wanted to, I want to, I want to do something. But yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew it weren't around the reggae. Mm-hmm. I knew it was... It was, it was the hip-hop because that's what I was into. Yeah. And I just started putting pen to paper when I was like 13 years old, okay. just trying to work it out. I just, I just didn't kind of... I didn't understand it, mm-hmm. but, you know, practice makes perfect. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, cool. It's, okay. it's, it's unbelievable because you've come on so... I mean, you do loads for charity as well. You're a little entrepreneur, aren't you? <laughs> you are. <laughs> do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Lizzie, is that, is that everyone wants to take, 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 take. And it's like... I, I, I want to give back, do you know what I mean? And that's, that's why I do, I do a lot for charity and I, I go out my way for charity. It's like I just supported a charity out in um, Nottingham called okay. Shoe Aid and like, they, they put like thousands of shoes, like containers out into Africa and put, put shoes on kids' feet. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's like I get a good feeling if I go to a show and I perform for a charity and it's raising awareness. For me, that's, 
the feeling is better than anything else because yeah. you're 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 doing what you love you know the the passion you got for it and you're actually making a difference you're you're changing someone's life at the same time yeah yeah so, so it's so, it's pretty cool so what's your plan then what's what's next for you what? so what's next for me I, at the moment i'm working i'm working with my my clothes brand 10 uh-huh. out of 10 yeah um, so I'm working on that at the moment, uh-huh. um, just getting everything sorted out with that. Okay. Are you going to be working with Mike Brown again? For sure, hundred percent. We, we, You're got best a, buddies now, aren't you? Yeah. There you go. I, I go up to the country and I'm drinking my Yorkshire tea now. <laughs> Yorkshire tea, actually, not bad tea. I love a bit of Yorkshire. You. Could get some here at Fuba, please. Yorkshire tea, it's <laughs> two best sugars. tea. Yeah. yeah two sugars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it has gone very well for you, but you do do loads of other stuff. As well, I mean, you are a crazy young thing. <laughs> young thing. I like that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, do you know what? I, I just not, keeping busy for me and always trying to stay productive. Um, it, keep, it keeps the fire alive for me. It's like it just keeps it going. Um, it's like even this this rap app I'm working with, um, Spit Sixteen, a rap app. And it's like you you asked me earlier how how, how can other rappers or musicians promote themselves like we have a platform that they could they could go on Facebook Spit 16 a rap app and they could upload their videos and we, we will boost it out and market it to the whole world do you know what I mean we will do that so any artist that wants to be a rapper that wants a platform there's one there for you straight away awesome. I, and are you hoping Stronger is gonna I mean what would you hope for this track Stronger Stronger I, I wrote Stronger I wrote stronger. It, it it was um a part in my life where I, I was in hospital and Why can we ask why? Was it was it um <laughs> Yeah, well I, I was um I was attacked and I was um I was stabbed ten times. Wow. Um God. so so I, I was in um I was in hospital for quite some time and like my jaw was shattered with a baseball bat and stuff and it, it kinda it kinda knocked me back and I was kinda Gosh, you know, that I, is horrific. yeah, it was a big blow to everything, you know. Mm. And it was like I was, I was sitting in there and I was like, I need to get stronger. The doctor's telling me, Ed, you ain't gonna be able to rap because we got to put this metal jaw in your, this metal plate in your mm. jaw. We, you know, it's gonna take you some time. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not settling for that. I, I need to get stronger. So I'm getting up, I'm walking when I shouldn't even be walking. I'm like, I need to do this. I've, I, I told my mum, I was like, bring me a pen and a pad. I bought a pen and a pad and I started writing stronger. Wow. That's, that's how Stronger came about. But that must have knocked your confidence to six, was it? I mean, you know what, what a dreadful time. If, if anything, I know this sounds so crazy for me to say, but it changed my life for the better. Mm-hmm. Really? Do you know what, Lizzie? It changed my life for the better because it put me on a path that, you know, tomorrow might not be here type of thing. So I'm going to go out there and get what I want today. If I want it, I'm going to have to go out there and get it because tomorrow might not come. And it makes you value life and appreciate things that maybe you take for granted in life oh wow you know, so, so to build from that that's to, proper inspirational to be stabbed yeah. 10 yeah. times mm. yeah. I hope they got that old <laughs> bugger <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I've, I've, I, you know, I've never really shared that, but mm. like, like I said, I just must have shared it to the whole world. <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, well, well, even more so, we want you to do well. And I think we're getting your track to play. Okay, cool. Uh, which cool is stuff. amazing. I can't wait to hear it if we can. Cool stuff. But um, you know, I, I do admire you. We're gonna play. We're gonna play another track now. But mm-hmm. we're gonna hear more from your amazing life and all what you're doing Excellent. any minute. Radio. 
Oh, we're loving Food Bar Radio today. Mm-hmm. It's Lizzie Cundy, and I'm here with Jonathan Brown and the one and only Excel. You looking hot? <laughs> oh, thank Excel, you, likewise. man. <laughs> now, darling, we're gonna we we have actually found your track. Oh, wicked! Stronger. We're Stronger. gonna play it. We're gonna play it. Um, but Excel, you've you've obviously been through a lot. You've just told you had a terrible time, being mm-hmm. stabbed, being ended up in hospital. But mm-hmm. sometimes bad things can turn into good, and you've made a positive out of something bad, that's which it. I think is incredible. And I think anyone out there that's most will be being through something like that you know you could you could channel that energy to to get great things in life and be really positive and help other people instead of maybe carrying it as a burden on yourself to maybe hate society you could kind of use it you know well we're loving you but we're going to come back to you because I've got someone on the phone that's waiting to come okay. in next. Yeah, stick around. Stick so. around, darling, because we, we, we've got more from you. But we have Celia Sawyer, interior designer, proper developer, and star of TV show Four Rooms. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very good, darling. How are you? Very good. Well, I'm a bit tired, actually. It's been a very busy time. <laughs> well, you've been very busy doing... You've been celebrity interior designer to all the stars. Um, how know. How is the show going? Fantastic. We've done... Uh, we've got... Well, which show do you mean? Well, <laughs> Channel 4's Four Rooms. Yes, that's going very well. Um, looking positive for hopefully some more of those coming up soon. And... Um, you know, uh, lots of other things in the pipeline. I can't say too much at the moment, but there's lots of exciting things going on. Oh, you're keeping so, us in um, suspenders. Now, it sounds like last night was a bit of a busy night for you as well, wasn't it? Oh, yes, it was. Now, I met tell us. The, yes, I went to uh, the St. James Palace and met His Royal Highness, the Duke of uh, Edinburgh. Interesting. And he was absolutely fantastic. And I had to practice my curtsy before I went, because <laughs> I've never done that before. <laughs> um, but it was lovely. It was a really nice evening. And it was all um, to do with charity work. So I'm an ambassador for the British Heart Foundation. So he was just kind of thanking a lot of the people there that fantastic. have done stuff for the charity, basically. So it was a real honour. What was it like going in? Were you, were you quite nervous being around war um, royalty? No. You fell at home. No, he's so nice. Um, and, but I just loved the interior design. I was walking through, looking at all the beautiful tapestries, on, and you weren't allowed to take any photographs, so it was a really, you know, it's a bit disappointing for me because I would have loved to have taken some. Because, you know, when you see things like that, it really inspires you. Um, and it was just absolutely stunning in there. So, I mean, it was a fantastic uh, venue. Really nice. There was no things you changed. You were thinking, well, now that colour doesn't go with that, and they've not done yeah, that carpet right. Was, uh, carpet wasn't <laughs> good. <laughs> I think it had quite a few people in there before, over the years, and needed a bit uh, bit spruiting up, to be honest. <laughs> but no, it was stunning. It now, really was. Now, we've been looking at your uh, Twitter feed this morning. Obviously, you're on uh, Celia Sawyer TV. Uh, yes. And there's some beautiful, beautiful uh, interior shots of a house that you've been working on, presumably. Um, yes. It's incredibly sumptuous there's a lot of uh, a lot of skulls there's a lot of mirrors there's a lot of there's a beautiful sweeping staircase which is kind of like uh-huh. a, a spiral I kind love of that situation tell us a little bit about this this house it sounds amazing yes well i've just literally just finished it right. and um it's in um a nice part of london it's very near the bishop's avenue i don't know if you're aware oh, of where we know the bishop's we avenue, know bishop's yeah. avenue. Yeah. <laughs> i stay in stormont um, road around the corner Yes, that's it. And it's absolutely... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's stunning anyway. And um, architecturally, it's really interesting, as you can, as you said. You know, the staircase is beautiful. 
Um, and, you know, my inspiration really was, although, you know, very modern houses can look quite stark, I still wanted it to feel very sort of glamorous in there, but still warm and inviting. So, um, and I had to put a skull in, of course, because that's my trade. That's your thing. I love a skull. <laughs> um, but I just thought, yeah, I'm very pleased with the results. Um, we've had, in fact, it, it has had some interest from some very well-known people, but I can't mention who they are. I'd love to be able to tell you, but I don't want to upset anyone. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but when I know exactly what's happening with it, I've co- I'll come back on and tell you all about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. are you, are you finding that people are wanting different things now to make their houses a bit different and sort yes, of more inspiring? I think everyone wants. Yeah, I think everyone wants sort of a unique touch, you know, because um, you want to personalise things, don't you? I mean, it's got to feel like your home. I mean, there are some people that I work with who are very wealthy. They don't only use their home maybe two weeks in the whole year. Um, and they've got four or five houses, so you know. And, and for them, sometimes no, but um, but more so for the people that are going to live there permanently. And you know, uh, they just want something quirky or something a little bit interesting. And so it's quite nice. It makes it a bit more exciting to design. Do you not get nervous if they, if they are incredibly famous and you're thinking, "Gee, if I do this wrong, I'm 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 not going to live with myself." Is it is it is it slightly nerve wracking? I think the whole process of doing any design is nerve-wracking, especially sometimes I've had clients that have said to me, right, we're not going to move in until you've done everything, and then we're going to come and just turn up, but we want you to design it because that's why we employed you. Now, that's very nerve-wracking because they don't give you any guidance at all. And so you think, oh, my goodness, uh, you know, can't you just say, I like this or that or <laughs> you yes. know, just something? Just be grateful. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but actually, it's actually a dream job, but at the end of the day, it could end up a nightmare if they don't like it. So, you know, you hope that you've got it right, and I, I've actually been, I don't, I don't wait for them to arrive. I leave the champagne on ice, and I disappear, and wait for the phone to ring. <laughs> so I am a coward, I suppose, but I've never had a situation where that's, you know, someone's coming and being unhappy, but yes, it can be a bit... Uh, nerve-wracking because you care don't you it's someone's exactly. home you don't want to mess it up so obviously you know as an interior designer you've got a lot of uh, experience and, and, and the credentials to do a job and people are paying for your expertise but I'm, I'm guessing that sometimes the people with those kind of budgets can often be quite headstrong and often quite sure of what they want themselves is it a bit of a juggling act sometimes when people have certain kind of ideals of how they want their home to look but perhaps it jars with your own artistic kind of sensibilities Absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head. It does happen. And funnily enough, I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and um, it happens quite a lot. Um, and sometimes, not always, it can be one of the party, say no more, but it is, um, you know, not working and it's a bit fed up and they want to do something. So they want to get involved as mm. well. That can be a slight problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to be subtle here. Yeah, no, um, no. <laughs> and, and then... Uh, uh, you know, people come to me, and I have actually lost my temper before. I know you probably can't believe that I would do that, but <laughs> um, people come to me and ask me to design their home, and then they say, this is what I want, I don't want that, I want this, I want this, I want this. And I say, it won't work, and then they'll they'll demand, and then I'll say, well, okay, find someone else then. And I have actually turned wow. around and left, because I have to stand my ground. That's why they're employing me. Well um, done. Then, I like your style. Yeah, nine times out of ten, they come back. There's always the odd one that doesn't, but <laughs> you're probably quite pleased that they don't, actually. But what are the quick <laughs> points to make a home flow, do you think? You know, to, to have that kind of just homely, but still modern and, and, and of home-looking stylish. Are there any key factors we should do? 
Well, I think with a flow, it's, yeah, think of the whole project as one and not individual rooms. I mean, even if you're only doing them in stages, obviously not everyone can do the whole house in one go. But if you're doing a whole house, eventually you're going to probably, you know, do up the next room, do up the next room. Think of it as one project so that when you're picking floors or carpets or colour schemes, they're all going to, when you've got the door open, it's going to all look like the same property, not a mishmash of lots of different ones. Mm. Because that's something a lot of people don't do. They think, oh, I'll just do my bedroom. And then when they open the door into the hall, they haven't thought about that. Yeah, I think mine's um, a mishmash. And then, yeah, and it doesn't flow. And, uh, <laughs> and if you want that continuity, it's important. <laughs> oh, well, we really love you, and we love the show. Oh. We, we're loving Four Rooms. So, and thank you so much for being on FUBA. And um, please come on again, because we need your tips, and I need your help. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure. I would love to. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye, darling. Thank you very Bye-bye. much. Well, Bye. do you know what? The show is creeping up on us. We've got time for one more track, and it's a winner. And who may it be? <laughs> may I ask? Will you, will, XL, will you introduce it to us? Uh, XL, you introduce this. I'll this. introduce it. This is a track stronger, written by myself, Mike Moran, and shout out Adam Van Moran on this one as well. Check it out. I love in that track. That was good, wasn't Excel! it? Excel! <laughs> you like it, yeah? You've got it all going on there. Bit of classical rap, it's all choir. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you didn't get right to the end part where the oh. choir comes in oh, and goes crazy. You missed the choir, but well, you know what? You leave something for, for, the, yeah, for the rest definitely. of the people. To, no, to it was a, it's such a, I'm so glad we got to play it. Well done, Excel. Thank Excellent. you for being on the show. No, thank and you for having me. From one talented artist to another, Mark Dolan. Hey, I can rap. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I can I can talk rap, rap. I think that's how I should explain it. Um, morning, guys. Morning, morning. my darling. Great looking... show. I listened in. Thank I was you. I was cruising around in my Bentley outside. <laughs> yeah, picking up chicks outside um, the front. Just a little bit. Just grooming youngsters. That's how I roll. Mike, you've got a very exciting show coming up. Yeah, we're really really packed. We've got Lembit Opic. Ooh. Oh my May man. Who is I think the only liberal Democrat you're allowed to like. Is that fair to say? <laughs> I think he's in love with me. He well, wanted to go bit... out with me instead of the. Well, I think it, I think Lembit and I are going to have some kind of standoff just to win your heart. <laughs> That's the plan. Also, we've got Jodie Thompson from the Huffington Post, which is the biggest newspaper on the planet. It so is. I love the Huffington Post. It's not okay. On, don't get me wrong. It's not okay.co.uk. No, that's okay. that's but they, I think they sit comfortably on the same. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Worldwide web. They're, they're good friends of mine. There Give them go. my love. Oh, so Mark, we've got, got loads to get through. Show. Big, big news of uh, snoopers. Do you want your internet history checked? Uh, I don't have to worry about that. My wife does that for me. But. Uh, we'll talk about privacy. Facebook, a billion users a day now. A billion wow. a day. Incredible. Okay, so, um, is, is social media out of control? And also, uh, London to Sydney in four hours. No way. Yeah. Yes. On an aeroplane. Do we need it? That's my question. Yes, we do. Gotcha. Well, I know you do. But I don't go to Australia <laughs> ever. Well, guys, what a show. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan Baum. Incredible as Thanks. always. Thank you, my darling. Love you, Scale. Love you. See you next week. We are Star Radio.